You are now tuned into the Sociology Podcast. Sociology is a lifestyle brand that analyzes Chicago culture and connected topics abroad. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. When a U.S. Census Bureau report came out in August, Chicago held firm to their ranking of the third largest city in the country, but barely. Only 50,000 residents moved in which is only like a 2% growth from 2.6 million to 2.7 million residents. It's the smallest increase of population amongst all the major cities in the country. It's embarrassing. It's like everybody is moving out of Chicago and very few are moving into Chicago. On this episode of Sociology, I talk with four Chicagoans born and raised who have all moved out themselves within the past couple of years. They live in various cities across the country. And we're going to talk about a lot of things like what they miss about home, what they don't miss about home. But ultimately, will they ever come home? So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right. So um, let me see. So we got what St. Louis, Missouri, uh, Houston, Texas. Seattle, Washington, and Las Vegas, Nevada. That's correct. All four of y'all. That's where y'all live. Um, what what made y'all move to these places? Let's let's start with ladies first. So let's start with Taylor. What made you move to Houston? You know, I just felt like I always belonged in the south. Um, I don't know. It was just something about the people, the weather, the culture. I visited a couple of times and I don't, I don't know. It just felt like home. Like I, I received mad love whenever I came through and I was just like, hmm, you know, every time I came back, it was just like, yeah, maybe I could see myself living here. Um, and I absolutely just, I don't know, fell in love with it. And, you know, no shade to Chicago, but, you know, today it was a high of 91 degrees. Damn. Um, no snow, <laughs> no rain. So <laughs> I don't miss, I do not miss the cold weather at all. So I'm loving that. Yeah, it was, it was rainy as hell here today. And them waves, bro, like the wind and oh. the waves, it was like, like, I ain't trying to be funny. It was hurricane-like. Like, I'm not saying it was a hurricane, but it was hurricane-like, like, Mm. 16 foot waves like it was branches broken tree branches everywhere it, it was fucked up like a street light, um a street pole street light pole was uh all up in the middle of 57th street it, it was messed up oh damn. Messed up. damn yeah yeah it was terrible um so how long you been living down there uh so i just made a year back in august um so just a little over a year now and you uh born and raised from chicago right you went to cps um, yeah, yeah. So I am a, a child of the Chicago public school system. Uh, I grew up on the east side, so child, east side, crazy, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I grew up in Terratown over by like 79th in Exchange on a street called Escanaba. And uh, yeah, so I'm kind of like south side, southeast. That's kind of like where I grew up. Yeah, yeah. You're a long way from Terratown now. Very far. Um, okay. Okay. So I, so let's, let's bounce to, um, Big John. So you live in Vegas now. Yup. Vegas. How, how, how long yes, you been sir. out there? Um, about a year and a half now. Year and a half. What made I'm you go? Still kind of unfortunate. What made you go to the desert? Um, it was a couple things actually, man. For one, um, you know, I was ready to experience something new. You know, I've been you know, um, in Chicago for most of my life. So, you know, I was kind of ready to move around there too. Um, I felt the city change, man. There was a lot going on in the city I didn't really like. So I wanted to be in another environment and also my career. 
you know, um, in Vegas, it's a lot of land, man. So they always build and they always build houses. They always build communities. So of course that's good for the real estate industry. So there's more opportunities out here than out there and what I do. So that was mm -hmm. another thing. Okay. Okay. And you know, Taylor just um, shitted on us Chicagoans back at home with that weather, 91 degrees. What was the temperature out there today? Oh shit. It was like 75 out here. Like we don't see no snow or none of that. So that was a good thing too. Cause I hate snow. Like, I don't have to deal with none of that. So. Yeah, yeah, must must be motherfucking nice. Must be nice. <laughs> all right, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna bounce to Natasha real quick. Um, how long you been in Seattle, Natasha? It's been a little over two years now, which is so crazy to say. Mm. And what made you go all? So you like in a northwest corner, like you up there? I huh? am. I am up here, but no, I am. So my story is a little bit different. I actually moved out here for love. Shockingly enough, Seattle mm -hmm. was not on my list of places that I wanted to go at all. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go to Dallas, Texas. Um, that was my goal. <laughs> Still mm -hmm. want to get there at some point, but um, no, I actually moved out here for love. My boyfriend, we had been uh, long distance for, I want to say it was a little over two years before I actually made the move out here. Um, so it took me some time to actually get to the point where I actually liked living out here. But, you know, after a little over two years, I can definitely say that I enjoy it. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I ain't been to Seattle yet. Um, so the other- You need to come. <laughs> yeah. The other three cities on this podcast I've been to um, but Seattle, I haven't been in. I definitely want to come because especially as a photographer, like the scenery out there just looks beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. It's, it's definitely on my list of places to go, especially with the row row, you know, running around crazy. You know, I'm trying to hit more domestic locations and Seattle is at the top of the list um, for sure. OK, so two years you moved out there, you know, for your boot thing, um, <laughs> but it be with your boot thing. Um, what, what was the weather like out there today? So it was probably like 50 degrees and raining. So that's the one thing about Seattle. I pretty much think everybody has said um, since me moving here is that it's super rainy. And that's so true. It is mm -hmm. um, for literally most of the year. But summertime, Seattle, it, I mean, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It reminds me so much of uh, summertime shot. Okay. Okay. Like a little baby summertime shot. Okay. Yeah. So I might uh, wait till next summer to visit there then. Yeah, um, don't visit until summer because at okay. that point, then you get the, all the scenery, you get the mountains. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. I need that in my life. Um, all right, so last but not least, T. Rich, you are in Duluth. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, man. How long you been out there? I've been out here for about two years, a little bit more than two years now. Two years. What made you uh, go down there to Duluth? You ain't that far, but you you, you down there, though. A job offer, bro. That's the only thing that made me move to St. Louis, Missouri, bro. I was straight out of college looking for that bag, and St. Louis is a call, so I answered. Okay. Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty straightforward, you know. No uh, no extracurricular. Yeah, no, nah, nothing like that. No, nah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, just career purposes, bro, yeah. Yeah, career purposes. Um, Okay. All right, so we got the cities. We got St. Louis, Vegas, Houston, Seattle. All right, so now let's open it up, open form. What don't y'all miss about Chicago? <laughs> and, and like, you know, let's, so it's just, let, let's just go from there. Anybody can jump in whenever y'all feel like it. The weather. Yes. Amen. Yeah, weather I agree. For sure. <laughs> uh, that's the biggest thing. Um, the 
other. Like again, and it's like, see, for me, um, see, I love, I love Chicago. Like even when I'm here, I go out, like, you know, I rep Chicago hard, but it's like the fact that again, you have like that lakefront effect and it's like the cold is just disrespectful. Every winter is something different. I lived there for what, like 20 something years. Like every winter was different. Then on top of that, you have just like unbearable cold. So it's just like, you can't really appreciate the city unless you're from it and you know where to go in the winter months. It's kind of like move around, but I just feel like for the most personally, don't miss the weather at all. Uh, yeah. so, so the weather's at the top of everybody list. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because like, look, like I just like I was just telling y'all. So, you know, y'all stunned with the night. Everybody had decent weather today, except for me and Natasha. You feel me? But um, you know, it was literally like this morning earlier today. You know, as we record this, like it, it had been raining for like twenty hours straight, bro. Like the street was flooded. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That lake effect. We all know how that lake effect is deadly. You know, mm-hmm. like the wind, like. First of all, I'm skinny as hell. All right, let's just put it out there. Ain't, I ain't no shame. I'm skinny as hell. Right. So it's like, it, it really felt like the wind was really finna take my ass to Kansas, bro. Like, I'm out there, you know, just trying to get some coffee, some hot chocolate, some donuts, you know what I'm saying? And the wind was just disrespectful as hell, shaking the car and shit, top of some years. Like, say I won't, little nigga. Like, it was bad, bro. So, like, and we're just in October. You know, we moving into November. So winter is coming. Mm. Winter is right mm. around the corner. And they saying, like, if they on point, they saying it's going to be another brutal one. So, like, y'all definitely got out that jam. Do it snow in Seattle, Natasha? It does. We actually got, like, three or four feet of snow last year. Now, granted, yeah. when it did snow, it snowed on, like, a Friday. And then by Sunday, it had all melted. So, I mean, that's definitely an advantage to living here is that it'll snow and then it goes away super quick. The other thing is that if it does snow here, then the city completely shuts down. There's so many hills here that it's almost impossible to drive here when it snows. Damn. So, like, yeah, yeah, that sounds terrible. Like, all that ice, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. And trying oh. to drive on one of those steep hills in downtown Seattle, oh, no, you'll end up in water. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Gucci on that. I'm good on that. I'm straight. I'm straight. But, like, you know... um, so like I say, I've been to so even though I've been to Vegas, I never I, I didn't get a chance to experience that real Vegas heat. You feel me? Like I went in Vegas around around this time a couple years ago. So it really wasn't hot. It was kind of chilly, you know. Yeah, but, get chilly. Like, but you know, I understand in June, July, that Vegas heat is triple digits daily. Real triple digits, like 115. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nah. See, that's that's Hell muscle. no. <laughs> that's muscular. Hell no. I'm staying. Yeah. I'm staying in the crib. Like so. So you would choose that over like the the Chicago winter though. Like that's you know. Hey. So I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I had to get used to that heat at first. So like in the daytimes when it be real scorching, I try not to do too much if I have to. Like you know, I try to kind of pop out once the sun go down a little bit. Cause like if you got leather seats in your car, like and stuff like that. Like, man, that 115, that ain't no joke. Like, you know, like, that's heat stroke weather. So Hell yeah. you got to be careful in that type of weather. Hell yeah. Like, shit, it hit 90 here, and I'm ready to, you know, be up under the AC all day. You yeah, know? we got that dry heat out here, though. So, you know, that that does the heat a little different. Like, you know, like, right. that shit, like, real heat. 
Right, right, yeah, yeah, like real microwave type heat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, feel like you're in the oven, like you know. Yeah, hell yeah. See, I <laughs> ain't experienced that shit yet, and I don't know if I really want to experience that because that shit, like, I was in St. Thomas, you know, years ago. Yeah, went to St. Thomas, and it was like triple digits the whole week. And yeah, that man, shit, it's only like that three months out the year, though. So. Yeah, man, I don't know. See, like, so like TJ, like down in St. Louis. You know, it gets hot down in and something, too. Y'all got that muggy hot because y'all right there in that valley. You know what I'm saying? By that river. Yeah. The yeah, Mississippi like, River is running right along. You know what I'm saying? Then my house is like three minutes off the river. So it's in the summertime, it's getting bad, bro. It's going to be real humid. And you're going to be sweating through your shirt, your undershirt, your real shirt. Whatever you got, you're going to sweat through it if you're outside for so long. Yeah. So um, you might just want to go inside, bro. That's, <laughs> you say you might want to just stay inside. Yeah, you just, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. Like, see, Houston decent. I can tolerate Houston to an extent. But then again, I still really ain't been to Houston in the thick of the summer either, though. You know what I'm saying? Houston weather is cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like, it, it, it don't – it's really not bad. I mean, granted, it gets in, like, the hundreds, not no 115. Like, it, once you kind of get used to the heat, kind of similar to what he was saying – like, you know, trying to, like, really pop out once the sun is getting ready to go down. I mean, it's still going to be hot, but it's not It's not as bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Um, I still ain't been in the summertime, but, like, when I went to Houston, it was in the spring and the fall. But, you know, shit, it was still hot. Like, look, first of all, did some crackhead shit that I would never do again. Fucking <laughs> waited two hours in line for turkey leg hut. It was hot than a motherfucker. Oh man, that's yeah. a tourist experience. Yeah. You have to do that. Yeah, right, right. Same shit I said. Tourist experience, but I would never do it again. <laughs> you know yeah, saying? yeah. Like I would never do it again. But it was like ninety some degrees. Niggas was sweaty as hell by the time they got to their table. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, here. I'm out here. Um. So speaking of turkey leg cut though, right? So y'all miss Chicago food? Hell yeah. Man, hell yeah. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? Ooh, what y'all what y'all miss the most? Everything. Everything. <laughs> like I miss the Italian. Honestly, beast. you can't even pick just home. one. <laughs> right. Just all of it. The chicken, like the mouth sauce. Like uh, like I just miss it all. I still ain't found no good tacos out here. Still. I don't think they got any down there. It's not no Mexicans, bro. See, yeah. see, the thing is, bro, if I go in your restaurant and you can speak fluid English, I don't want your tacos, bro. I'm good. <laughs> now, that's real talk, though. That's real talk. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I need some broken English up in there. You feel me? I need some broken English. The guy on the stove, you know, he got to look like somebody's grandfather that just escaped Juarez. You know what I'm saying? The Juarez cartel. Like, I ain't trying to be fucking, fucking, you know, like, real talk. Like, I need that, bro. Like, like straight up. So I, I I don't disagree with you on that. But to your point, I ain't never seen no Mexicans in St. Louis. Bro, they, it's like one street that got a lot of, well, more Mexicans than average, but it's not a lot, though. But they, I still haven't had any good tacos, though. So that's, I'm still looking. St. Louis known for uh, Chinese food, right? Oh, the Chinese food is fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pressure. But you you got to know where to go, though. You have to know where to go. Better than uphill? But it's fire, though. Um, I got a spot that I like. 
better than the Chinese food, but I won't say overall. I won't say that. Okay. But I got a spot here that I definitely like more than any spot I would have at the crib. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Natasha, what the hell y'all be eating up there? Seafood. Seattle is known for seafood. We literally probably have like the best seafood ever. But if you don't like seafood, it's gonna be real hard for you to find anything else that you like here because it's literally just that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Y'all right by the water and shit. So yeah, the best so seafood ever. Sushi. Yep, the best seafood ever. I mean, have I you literally been to Louisiana saw. Yet? I have, I have. Uh, okay, okay. And okay. I still think, that. I still. And you know, Maryland has talking about Maryland be talking about. You know, they know they crabs and stuff because they were really big on seafood when I lived there. That's interesting though because I haven't been to Seattle. Yeah, and I would say that the honestly the thing here is they're literally pulling the seafood like straight out of the sound. And granted, I mean, you know, mm. Louisiana they you know pulling stuff out the water and stuff too, but it's just so fresh. It's literally the best that I've ever had. Mm. Mm. Amazing. So it's seafood crazy up there. Y'all ain't eating no six wing fried hard. I mean, no. And honestly, I haven't found a fried chicken place here that's even like close to anything back at home. Like I've been looking, but I haven't found anything and it's been two years. They probably ain't ain't found nothing either. You said you ain't found none down there either? No, they have a now people who are from Houston who are gonna hear this don't don't knock me, but you know, they have like this place called Frenchies here. And Frenchies is good, don't get me wrong, but it's like our version of like, you know that JJ's that don't be busting, but it's like, you know, it's good. It's, <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, I know in Chicago, the big debate is Harold's and Uncle Remus, but I just feel like I would take either or over Frenchies, but that's the best that, that's the best chicken that I've had here. Like this is their staple. And I'm not knocking it. It's not that it's not good, but like, that's the best that I've gotten. I mean, and it's just, it don't hit the same. But I mean, they at least have lemon pepper though. They have lemon pepper. I mean, which but, is like you know, rare. I agree though. I agree with her. I've been I've been to Frenchies a few times, mm-hmm. and I agree with her. So right? so just for background, yeah. I lived in Beirut. I went to school at Southern, so I lived in Beirut for five years. So I yeah, spent yeah, yeah. a lot of time. rub your shit. You just left home. Rub your shit. Just left homecoming. Yeah, best homecoming ever. But yeah, uh, I spent a lot of time in Dallas and Houston. So I can definitely vouch for everything she just said. Well, um, it says a lot, though, when, like, the best chicken you got in your city is basically just a mid-tier JJ's back at home, though. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, that's that's funny. So, look, all right, we talk about chicken. Big John, it's a Harold's in Vegas, right? Yeah, they just put it there a couple months ago. You had it yet? Yeah, it's pretty decent too, though. It ain't, you know, it's the real deal. Really? Yes, sir. Uh, it's the real Harold's. Oh, wow. That, the real owners actually put it there. So it ain't like no franchise or none of that. Like, um, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Harold Pierce's daughter actually put that one there. So got you. Got they, you. Um, okay. Yeah, they got the real Harold's, though. Got you. Because, you know, they, um, they own a restaurant on 95th, I believe, too. Like, directly own the one on 95th over, like, that, um, where Evergreen Plaza used to be. Oh yeah, yeah. They got a couple of them though, and they got their family in there working too. Like they real good people though. Like you know, yeah. they doing good stuff. Out there. Yeah, I yeah. Think okay. They got a food truck or something too. They'd be yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a food truck. I think they got a food truck and the one that that was on eighty seven has one as well. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. They I do. still be seeing that motherfucker driving around too. 
Yeah, he still be hitting blocks, huh? Still be hitting blocks, like the ice cream truck. Wait, the, the one on 87 yeah. got a food truck now? Damn, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they got a yeah, yeah. lot. Man, yeah. I've been away for a minute. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, um, I saw it the other day, just uh posted up. But you know, like that Harold's on 87 is obviously it's not there no more. It got took over by like another chicken spot. They called up. No. That, um, yeah, it's a whole nother restaurant up in there. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole nother restaurant. I've seen it a couple weeks ago. Don't yeah. tell oh, me wow, this because I, I talk so much shit about like everybody got to go to one on 87th and you're telling me it's not there anymore. Well, it's what? still okay. So here's the thing it's, it's not in that location anymore. So they moved across the Dan Ryan to like um, right next to a Shell gas station. So it's a small. No, that one been uh, there, bro. That Express Harold's been there. Right, but it's the same owner, though. It's the same. Yeah, owner. that gas station dangerous. I used to, I used to not, man. I used to hate that gas station. I know which one you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the same owner, though. Yeah, it's that's, right that's, that's, where they, that's where their whole operation is now, though. They got they got rid of the the larger location by the Home Depot and all that. They got rid of that one. And, no, I'm yeah. saying that Harold's has always been right there, though. Like. It's not yeah, 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 facts, yeah. facts, facts, yeah, yeah facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. that's the only one. What, though, they, like, what they get rid of it for? Like, I, I they was going up on a rent. Uh, yeah, he was okay. into the landlord. They were trying to keep their overhead low. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was taxing on the rent. You know, it's because they saw all the numbers he was doing, so they was trying to tax him on the rent. So he's like, "Fuck yeah. y'all!" But like now, another chicken spot <laughs> took that old location though, and supposedly they chicken sandwiches is like amazing. I ain't had them yet though, but. You know, I'm gonna try them in due time, but they got like this crispy, spicy chicken sandwich. It's supposed to be like life changing, kind of like Popeyes a couple years ago. That's what they saying. This place, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, hmm. shit crazy, shit crazy. So, okay, all right, now we talked about food. Let's talk about you know, like the whole lifestyle scene, you know, like shit, shit to do, you know, places to go. Now, I know Houston's you know, brunch scene is like damn near like undefeated. You know, y'all got lounges yes. and clubs everywhere. We do. And like, I honestly, I couldn't even like, I couldn't even say shit. I was just like, man, y'all got it for real. Like, I mean, I thought I was brunching before. Cause I like, when I left Chicago, I was in DC for a couple of years too. And then I came to Houston and it was like this whole thing of like, oh no, like DC has better brunches. Like, no, Houston they don't play like it's it's lit and see again you have the good weather on top of like you know they have a lot of like rooftop and like outdoor spots um you know so it's like and it's good music like the day party vibes are lit so it's just like everywhere you look and turn you kind of whatever it is you're looking for you can find it with a brunch attached to it and that's like the benefit of it clearly. plus it's good weather clearly because everybody be hookah hookahing it up you know hookahs for days you know what I'm yeah saying? you ain't gonna you'll find a hookah shit like at a gas station randomly or stuff you know like it's literally everywhere look so, yeah, I went that's to like a, a thing it's i went to a thing. place down there called prospect park right and um prospect uh-huh. park be bussing boy. it do be bussing but see look here's the thing y'all here's the thing that shit go hard when i was there it was quote-unquote dead and that shit was still bussing mm, yeah i'm like what the fuck because between that and the address, like, that's where everybody go. And I mean, rightfully so. Me having been here for a little over a year, you know, I don't be as geek to go unless it's like people coming in from my town. Because like when you've been to Prospect and the address, everything else is, you know, it has a similar setup. So it's like you've been to one, you've been to all camp is another spot people go to. Um, and it'd be lit, Atomic Bottle. So it's like, it's a bunch of shit to do. And like, they go hard. 
I can't yeah. even lie. Like they, they be damn, like it be busting. They be they be going super motherfucking hard. What do y'all do up there, Natasha? Like, um, is is it like a like what is it to do in Seattle? Like real talk, like besides the coffee, <laughs> you know. Beer, being real with you, honestly, Seattle is one hundred percent outdoorsy stuff. So if you into hiking and snowboarding and I don't know, camping, like all of that type stuff. Seattle is like the perfect place for that. I mean, I honestly had never hiked a mountain before until I moved out here. And now I didn't hike like three or four. Um, So (laughs) I mean, but it kind of sucks you in too. Like you'll be like, oh, okay, I'm really into that outdoorsy stuff. And then you go on like one and you try it and you're like, oh, okay, this ain't really that bad. So that's kind of what happened to me. Now I'm like, I love it. I'll sit up here and do it. Not in the rain, because you do have people out here in Seattle that are still hiking in rain, snow. They don't care. That's not me. But I will definitely uh, do a good hike. I mean, but outside of that, the only other thing really to do here is, I'll be honest, is get high. <laughs> I mean, it's a bunch of dispensaries here. Oh, Seattle, shit. you know, was the, or Washington State, rather, was the second state, um, I think, after Colorado to legalize it. So, I mean, it's been here for a while. Um, you know, it's so funny when I first moved here, I thought that everybody here was just super duper like nice. I'm like, why are they so overly nice? Because they high. Yes, exactly. Everybody is literally high here. (laughs) That's like the other thing to do here besides, you know, all outdoorsy stuff. Mm. It's not a turn up state. Honestly, um, there's not a lot of clubs here. The strip clubs here are, um, you can't have no liquor in there. Like it's real. Yeah. What? I guess for the show, but you're gonna be sober doing it. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so it's definitely not the turn up state. Do not come here to turn up. But if you want to do some outdoorsy stuff, you want to get high, come to Seattle. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um TJ, what what y'all doing down there in the uh loop? The loo. To be honest, bro, I was very surprised when I got here, bro. It's like, uh, it's a lot of little, I would say, like, mom and pop, like, bars and lounges. Okay. Like, Uncle Leroy Bar and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not really, like, it's not really, like, a super big club scene, but it's a lot of bars and it's a lot, a lot of lounges. And I love it, too, because a lot of them be Black-owned as well. You know what I'm saying? Um it's a it's a big growing city for black people, bro. So it's uh, and I'm more of like a relaxed dude, you know what I'm saying? I don't really like the club like that. I'm not really a big partier. I'm just trying to go to the bar, you know what I'm saying? Eat me a little food, drink me a little bit, and then go home. So it's it's perfect for me. Uh, right. But I I will say they do have a little bit of a party scene though. But if you want to see that, you're gonna have to go to the hood. Mm. And you're gonna have to be deep in the hood. And this ain't <laughs> it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit different. I will say everybody be talking about Chicago, Chicago. It's a little bit different than St. Louis, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, to you. we're gonna so, get to that. We we're gonna yeah. get to that. Um so yeah. uh big John, obviously you uh you in Sin City, so we know oh, what yeah. you have to do out there. But like my question is, does does it ever get boring? Um, yeah, honestly, it do kind of get boring, man, because like you know, everybody look at Vegas like it's just casinos and parties and shit like that. But it's really like the same thing over and over. You know, you kind of get tired of uh, being on the strip and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I'll be trying to find other things to do with my time as well. Like, you'll get partied out quick in Vegas. Like, that stuff definitely get old because it's like it's Vegas. Like, you know, you can literally do whatever. So, right. you know, um, it's always something going on. 
But um, yeah, it do get a little boring though. So like, when it do get boring, like, what's the alternative? You feel me? Like to find entertainment and you know something new to explore and all that. Um, me, I'll be doing different things, man. You know, cause like I like being in touch with nature and stuff. So I like going to uh Red Rock uh Canyon and like hiking in the mountains, um, shit like that. It's like a little gold mining place too. That's not too far out. Probably like an hour away from Vegas, you can go and just like um, you know, it's a little, little campground. Well, not a campground, but like um, I forget what they called it, but you could just go, you know, mine for gold and stuff like that. And um, really, you know, I like doing different stuff, bro. Like ATV ride and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I be trying to stay away from them clubs, man, because you know, that's it's like you know, that shit get old. Yeah, yeah, it get old real quick, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, that that Vegas scene and, like, um, kind of like what Taylor was talking about with the whole brunch scene in Houston, don't it kind of remind you of, like, how Chicago used to be back in the day when it was, like, clubs everywhere? Like, you know, when we had, like, you know, the Shrine, the Lick, you know? Yes, and, I remember those days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's, that's what it kind of reminds me of, you know? It's kind of like Houston gives me, like, an adult, version of what we used to have in the 2000s you know what i'm saying i don't know i can't really explain it because like houston just it's everywhere you go every block you go to is just like a whole turn up spot and that's how it was growing up in you know the college era and all that now i'll be real i'm not really i'm kind of like tj i'm more like a laid-back guy so i don't really you know i never really was huge with the whole club and brunch scene anyway so I would defer to y'all on this question. Is the Houston, like compare Houston's brunch scene to Chicago's brunch scene, like compare those. Now see, that's tough for me only because I feel like right when I started brunching, right? Like I left Chicago back in like 2015. So it's just like, I know there have been so many places that have been built and that people have gone to that I haven't had a chance to experience. So I feel like, I don't know, I'm a little biased where I would say Houston's better. Um, but I did go, like, last time I was in Chicago and the brunch was kind of lit. That was, a, well, what is it called? Fremont or something like that. They had, like, the donut wall or something yeah. in Chicago. And, like, everybody went there. And that was really nice. But I know it's, like, so many more places. And with Chicago being, again, the food, like, city, like, you know, king of all kings, I'm not saying that it's not lit. But I personally have more experiences with, like, DC and Houston brunches, which I've enjoyed because the aesthetic is really nice, the weather is great, and then the food is good too. And the portion sizes too, I would say, are also really nice. So I feel like my money, I get you know my bang for my buck with my money. Oh, you be getting full. You be getting full. That's what you're saying. You know, and then you'll have enough left over. So you know, if you're hungry later, you know. Hey, hey, them portions do be big as fuck down there though. Mm -hmm. Like everything's bigger in Texas. That's no joke. Mm, I see. All right, so um. Would y'all say in y'all current cities compared to y'all lives in Chicago? And, you know, this could be subjective because, uh, well, it's all going to be subjective. But what I mean is, for example, TJ went straight to St. Louis after college. So the question I'm about to ask is, do you think you're more successful in your current city than you were in Chicago? Of course, it might be yes for him because he went straight there out of college. So I will start with you, TJ, and you can answer for yourself. Do you feel more successful in St. Louis than you do in Chicago? Uh, absolutely, bro. Um, I think that's because when I left, right, I was only like, what, 17? I turned 18 uh, like three weeks, like three weeks before I went to school. 
So, I mean, I've just grown way more, you know what I'm saying, from being like 17, 18 to being like 25. So I, I can't say more successful because I don't really think I had a chance to be that successful at home. Right. But I think leaving home in Baton Rouge more than anything, it really just helped me grow as an adult and my confidence and my education, you know what I'm saying? And everything like that just really helped me blossom. So, so not, not so much St. Louis, though. I, it helped me in my engineering industry. But I think Baton Rouge more than St. Louis definitely helped me out. Okay. Okay. So your yeah. college years specifically. Yeah, my college years definitely was okay. that was that was a spark for me. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, what about you, Big yeah. John? I know you alluded to it earlier about you know the industry you in, but do you feel more successful in Vegas than you do in Chicago? Man, I would say definitely, man. Only because in Vegas I've met uh, some you know some people I would have never met in Chicago. You know, Vegas is great for networking. Um, a lot of people come through here, and you'll just you know randomly just bump into you know anybody you never know who you're gonna meet in vegas so you know i've been networking a lot since i've been out here so i would say that um yeah i would say yeah okay okay what about you natasha you know that's such an interesting question because i feel like i was putting in a lot of work before i left chicago that could have potentially resulted in me being successful in chicago like i was working on my master's when i left and moved here um, I will, was working on a couple certifications, but I will say that I feel like living here has forced me to um, level up in maybe ways that I wouldn't have if I would have stayed in Chicago. And the only reason that I say that is because here it's a lot of money out here. Like I thought it was a lot of money in Chicago. And then I came to the West Coast and I'm like, no, there's a lot of money out here. Like it's common for, you know, most people to be making six figures here. It, when I moved here, literally, I had never saw as many Teslas and Lamborghinis and Ferraris as I do. Like, it was just crazy, like the amount of money that's here. I mean, the average cost of a house out here is like six or seven hundred thousand dollars. Mm. I mean, it's insane. So, Super you know, high. From, it's a whole <laughs> yeah, lot of money in this month. It's crazy high. But, you know, <laughs> for me, it was also like that networking piece. Like, okay, let me see, you know, what's to here. <laughs> like, you know, what's going on as far as the people are concerned. I've talked to, you know, more millionaires here than I have when I was in Chicago. And me personally, I went from making five figures in Chicago to now six figures living out here. So, I mean, I would definitely say that I'm more successful here, but I feel like I was already laying that foundation while I was in Chicago. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, what about you, Taylor? Yeah, no, I would definitely say I'm more successful here than I was in Chicago. And I, again, I accredit that to just like the, the Southern hospitality, hospitality that I've gotten here. And I don't know, I feel like when you're from Chicago, like we all have like that innate hustle and grit that, you know, you're just bound to kind of get being from the city. And I feel like when you use that movement out of the city, you can, I feel like just expand and, and grow and accelerate a lot faster. So when I moved here, granted, I just made a year. I mean, I've met doctors. I've met like so many people who are doing different things. They have their own businesses. Entrepreneurship mm -hmm. is big here. So I don't know, I just feel like, it, it's definitely allowed me to accelerate and expand way quicker than I could have living there, for sure. You know, sound like all y'all live in, uh, sound like the grass is green on the other side where all y'all at, because, you know, all of y'all seem happy, and I'm happy that y'all happy. Um, it seems like y'all ain't got to worry about these Crook County taxes anymore, you feel me? Oh, no. Because, uh, you know, here in Chicago... <laughs> 
Not at all. You walk they outside. They tax you for go. air. They tax you for air. They tax you for air. They tax you to sneeze. Like, oh yeah, that's the problem. Literally, tax. you don't, I don't like miss damn. That shit at all. I like, do not. Um, no red light camera tickets. None of that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a scam, like boy. I just had another. Ooh. I had one. Last time I went home, I got a red light ticket. They bogus, boy. Damn. I can't believe that's still a thing. <laughs> I had to think about red light tickets then forever. Oh, or the exactly. damn parking tickets. Let's talk about the parking tickets. Like, oh, yeah, let's talk I parked about on one block, I think, right before I left. I got three tickets in one week. Like, that was $90. That's good. Y'all got me fucked up. I'm out. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah. So do yeah. y'all, like, are the parking tickets crazy in y'all cities? Not at all. Nope. Wow. No. No. St. Louis don't have driving rules. Wow. Damn. I never caught one yet, so I don't know. You know what? I did catch a um a U-turn ticket. That was like three hundred. I don't know how much they cost uh back at home, but I ain't caught no parking ticket yet. Hey, look, man. Let me tell y'all a quick story, real quick. You know, I'm I'm gonna make it very quick, very fucking quick. So I've been on some, you know, um, Johnny Cochran shit lately, right? You know, um, I had got two parking tickets. In the South Loop within the past two months, and I contested them both. Had to go to the hearing and everything. It's like the way they got this shit set up, it's set up for you to lose, G. Regardless of what you say, it's set up for you to lose. Like the first one, they gave me a um city sticker ticket. You know, I have my city sticker. Even though I got the shit the same day, got it the same day, they still threw it out. $200. So what I did, I got on a payment plan. I'm gonna pay y'all $11 a month. Until y'all get y'all $200. Fuck y'all. I am not giving y'all $200 for this motherfucking ticket. So that's number one. Number two, I got another ticket. Because supposedly it was a um, permit parking ticket right outside the Chicago Sky game. We went to go see the Chicago Sky at the Trust Arena. They gave me a damn ticket. $75 almost something. Yeah, no uh, parking on this block. It's Soldier Field permit parking. We not at Soldier Field, bruh. We are at Wintrust Arena. We like 15 minutes away. And y'all giving people, they gave the whole block tickets. I contested that shit. I won. They dismissed it. But you know, the only reason they dismissed it, though, was because it was two hours later than what the time frame was. Not because it was one sign on the block all the way down the block. Top of some, yeah, it's the, it's the um, Parker's duty to scan the block up and down looking for signs to see if you can park. The nigga, you don't even do that. That's what I wanted to tell the judge, but I ain't say that. Scam. I'm like, you don't even, you ain't even, you ain't, ain't nobody finna get out, walk up and down an entire block like, oh, is there a sign here that says no, ain't nobody finna do that shit if it ain't in your field of view, but it's set up for you to lose here in Chicago. Like, they literally set that shit up for you to lose those parking tickets, real talk. It's fucked up. And it's crazy to me, the fact that people are on payment plans, like, people are on, like, plans for, like, you know credit card bills or, you know, shit right. that, you know, u- u- utility bills. But the fact that people are actually on payment plans yeah. from how bad the parking tickets are in Chicago just tells you how crazy and extreme it is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't miss that at all. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Like, it's, yeah, y'all gonna, y'all gonna get this $11 a month and y'all better hope I remember. No, I better hope <laughs> I remember. Because they, they ain't gonna boot me, goddammit. <laughs> they ain't gonna boot me. Fuck that. Um, so, I TJ had alluded to something real quick. A, a minute back um when he was like hey you gotta go deep in the hood how is the crime in y'all cities do y'all feel safe there tj i'll start with you i feel safe in st louis yeah you the boy you know what i'm saying yeah i'm good you know what i'm saying but i just know it's the hood and i do know 
in fact, that the crime is crazier and worse here. Like, mm-hmm. there's no question about it yet. St. Louis is like what, number one or number two? As far as it's always it's it's always top five in the nation, and it usually jumps between like two and four. It's mm-hmm. been one a couple times though, but you know, East St. Louis usually uh get number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is which is three minutes away too, by the way. So yeah. Yeah, right across the river. Right across the river, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So uh and you know it's a smaller city. St. Louis is a smaller city. Right. Um yeah. So the crime is everywhere, right? So it's not like you know what I'm saying? At the crib, I feel like we'd be like, okay, well, this is the pocket here where, where it's going to go down over here. Or it might be a little bit rough over here. But in St. Louis, you just never know. Mm. You just never know. And it's, it's all over the city because it's a smaller city. So it's a little different. It's a little different, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Taylor is literally from Terratown. You know, that's where you're from, right, Taylor? Terratown? Absolutely. Then, yeah, Terratown. It doesn't get that nickname just randomly, right? Um, so oh, no, not at all. Not right, exactly. So, like, what, what what part of the city do you live in down there in Houston? Because Houston be going so up, too. I'm, they do. Like, they have, like, their pockets of it. But um, to me, it, it's not nearly as bad here as it is back in Chicago, at least my experience. So I'm in Katy, uh, Texas, which is like maybe two minutes. The part of Katy down That's there south, is right? two minutes outside of Houston. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like like I'm on the part of Katy that's like literally the I-10 is right here and I'm on the other side. So, um, but yeah, no, they have like, um, I mean, they definitely break into cars like in certain spots. Like a lot of the clubs and stuff that people go to are like in the hood or third ward that they talk about. Um, yeah, no shade third ward, but I know it's like a lot of like car break-ins if you leave stuff in your car stuff like that and then they have like you know I guess like a few muggings and stuff like that but I don't hear no crazy stuff on the news where I feel like when I was in Chicago every day there was a shooting you kind of get conditioned to like hearing about shootings and stuff like I honestly I haven't had to really like think twice about grabbing my purse or you know clutching it tight to me and stuff like that since I moved here so it's kind of I feel safe in that regard where it's like I'm not double checking everything and you know kind of looking everywhere when i walk down the street i mean i take my precautions but not like i did in chicago like if you was like on 79th and escanaba it'd be different <laughs> absolutely are you kidding me i would first of all <laughs> bring no purse i wouldn't bring no purse that's the first thing <laughs> i would bring my id and my bus card or you know whatever because uber probably ain't gonna even try to go over Gee, over the uh, curb uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking Uber drivers from up north be all up in Terratown, like, um, do I turn right here? Like, yes. Right here. <laughs> and to the right, we have these uh these motherfuckers <laughs> over here. Nah, like it's rough. It's rough. But you know, I, I I would say just to answer your question, like compared to the Chicago, the part of Chicago I'm from and experiencing like, you know, little pockets of craziness here, it's nothing, nothing that I've been like majorly concerned about. That's good. That's good. Um, Natasha. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there might be a shooting here or there, but it's definitely not at the same level that it was in Chicago. Like, just, you know, if you turn on the news, you're going to hear about a shooting type of thing. It's not that way here. I will say that there is more suicides here than there are homicides. Um, I think part of that, too, is because the homeless population here in Seattle is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the cost of living is crazy. So, I mean, you'll hear about like the homeless, maybe they like broke into a restaurant and tried to steal food or yeah. like maybe a mug in here or there downtown type of thing. But other than that, no, you don't really hear like a ton of stuff here. So I would say for the most part, I do feel safe. 
Okay. Okay. And uh, Big John, what would it be? Uh, what be going on down in the desert? Man, to be honest with you, um, I thought it was a lot better than Chicago, but it's kind of like the same, man. You know, Vegas definitely get a little hood at times, you know. Um, you know, because the thing is about Vegas, everybody out here got guns. So, you know, it's open carry. Um, so, of course, with guns, you know, violence going to happen. So a lot of the shootings are usually be people that, like, personally know each other. But um, A lot of personal shit. Yeah, a lot of personal shit. It don't be like no random carjack or nothing like that or no random. Well, people be robbing stores too, though, like in the hood or whatever. But um, it's kind of like the same, man. You know, the closer to the strip is where a lot of the, um, you know, nonsense happened at. But, you know, Vegas can get rough depending on where you at. You know, so call me naive because I only been to Vegas one time. Like I said, and I, I really ain't get the full Vegas experience. But it's like, where the fuck is the Vegas hood at, bro? Man, like- Vegas, is, <laughs> Vegas is big, bro. And it's not far from the strip, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's not far from the strip. All right, so do this. Next time you go to Vegas, you know where the stratosphere at um, all the way at the end of the strip. I do. You keep going straight on Las Vegas Boulevard north, and you're going to run into the hood. It's like literally five, ten minutes from the strip. Is that like North Vegas or something? Exactly, but it's old North Vegas. They call that North Town um, over there. Mm. So that's like, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what the hood, you know, that's the hood. Okay. East Vegas kind of rough. Like Vegas got some hoods though. And then like it's so goofy out here. Like it's not it's not like back at home. You know, back at home, we got 19, 18 year old entrepreneurs and stuff like that, really out here trying to do something positive. Like a lot of these shorties in Vegas, like they gang banging, breaking the houses, like it's like it, it be hoods out here, you know. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. That's very true though. I will now that's one thing I will say about Chicago. Chicago has a lot of like positivity in the youth, even though they might try to ignore it, bro. Yeah, it's a lot of positivity in the youth, you feel me? And a lot of other cities don't necessarily have that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. St. Louis ain't got that got that down there? Uh they have a lot, lot of I think the positivity in the youth is from people that are from out of town that are moving in from okay. different parts. Like mm-hmm. I I've never really met like a uh a, a lot of black owned uh, businesses with an owner be from like be from St. Louis, born and raised, they always like move in from Mm. from wherever they came from before mm. yeah so it's Dang. it's cool though you say it's cool though. <laughs> um yeah. all right so <laughs> damn like gee i'm not even as fuck because like look when i think about uh a hood in vegas even though it ain't vegas i think about reno 911 g like i think <laughs> Bro, it reminds you of reno 911 a lot of <laughs> it reminds you of that oh my god and it'd be hey and it'd be dumb criminals out here like they'll break into your car if they see a uh anything like they real petty out here like like they'll pull a heist for some groceries or something like it's <laughs> like vegas is is, is is a different world like when you get to like the hood part but like while i stay like 30 minutes from the strip the further from the strip the the better it is like in vegas mm-hmm. pretty much is that what a uh, new football stadium is no nah, actually the new football stadium is not is on the other side of the strip it's like across the e-way so it's mm. not far from the strip at all. But mm. it's not hood over there. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not like the Las Vegas strip hood or nothing. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's surrounded by the hood, you know. So a lot of a lot of you know nonsense comes to the strip because of that. The hood ain't too far from now. So uh, we got in Seattle, you know, summertime is beautiful. Natasha said it's like very similar to summertime shot. 
Well, what would you rank your current city summertime scene versus summertime Chicago? Which one is better? You talking to me? I'm talking to anybody. Oh, y'all got quiet. Y'all got quiet. No, I don't. I don't. I'm sitting here. Hard question. Right. I had to sit here and really think. Well, I I will say okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say Chicago is still the best only because we have the lake and you know like that's the vibe. And I always say like if Houston had a body of water like that where people could also post up and have the beach, like you got to still drive about like an hour out or whatever to get to beach or have a beach there to whatever. So I feel like the fact that Chicago still has that in the summer, it's lit because you can be on boats and do all that and not have to go super far. So I'm going to say Chicago. But Houston be lit though. But- yeah, oh, yeah, I was we, so we, quiet. We know Because I was trying to figure out why you asked that question. <laughs> I just want to know the truth. I just want the facts. I need it on wax. I need it on wax. I'm going to say Vegas a lot better because of the, the pool <laughs> parties and stuff now. Like They literally be having parties that like that don't end until like 7, 6 a.m. like sometimes. So like summertime Vegas is just a different kind of animal. Like I can't really compare that to Chicago. That's a hard one. So, 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 but just to be clear, you take the summertime Vegas over summertime shadow? Oh yeah, for sure. All right, so summertime shadow is one-on-one now. All right, so TJ, what was your vote? I'm definitely going for summertime Chicago, bro. Yeah, clearly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, I, I kind of knew yeah. what your answer was. I just had to ask. All right, so now we two and one. Yeah. Um, who who next? We got Natasha. Oh, this is hard. I'm like, don't come to me. Oh, it, I'm coming. It really to you. is. <laughs> it really is hard because honestly, Seattle has water. It has mountains. It has the greenery. Like it literally has like all the elements that like I love about like summertime shy with like the weather and the water here plus like mountains and greenery so oh this is so hard I'm just I'm gonna say summertime shy only because mm. it's gonna always be home <laughs> I look forward to coming home to Chicago in the summer like I definitely don't be trying to travel here in the winter so <laughs> right right oh okay same so- same say that <laughs> yeah yeah winter is coming winter is coming bro so summertime shy one three to one um against the other cities so now we're going to wrap it up with the last segment. And this is, again, open form. So feel free to answer whenever the Lord speaks to you. Would you ever move back to Chicago? Are you coming home? Hell no. Damn. You said that with your chest too, Big John. Everybody quiet. I think it just depends. Everybody quiet. I think it depends. I don't... I'm. I'm not all the way against it, but I'm not all the way for it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it just I'm, I'm pretty open. Bro. I've lived at this point, I've lived in Cincinnati, St. Louis, Baton Rouge, Chicago. Oh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for different experiences and and just going to different places and seeing different things. But I, I'm, I'm not all the way against it, but I'm not for it either at all. Before the ladies answer, um, I just want to say something, TJ. I want you to escape Emo's pizza, okay? You deserve better, right? Hey, bro, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you what. You deserve Emo's. better. You need a kind of fiesta. You need Giordano's, Luminati's. You need something. Let me you tell you what Emo tastes like, bro. Go go grab a shoebox, lay it on the floor, smash it, and put some Parmesan cheese on it, bro. And that's what that tastes like, dude. <laughs> 
That shit trash, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That's terrible. Yeah, bro. That shit trash, bro. The St. Louis people love it. Sounds horrible. Bro, I was mad. I was literally mad at the person who like told me to go. I was angry for like a week. I was really mad about it. But wait, the question is, did they hype it up though? Like for you to go and then that's what you Yes, they they love they love uh, it though. Like, I would you, be pissed. like you ever had a, you ever had a friend from out of town, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, yeah, we gotta go to the Herald on A7. Like, you know how you hype that up and you tell them exactly how they need to order it, how they need yep. to say it, how they need to get it, and all that. Like how to, that excitement that you have, that's the same excitement they're gonna tell you about in us with. Mm, that's trash. All for it to be, but you know what though? I'd have had I'd have had a few people. Like that's not from Chicago though. They'll be from out of town, and they'll come and they'll actually say that it was cool though. But maybe because I don't eat, I don't eat pork, so maybe I put no sausage and pepperonis. So maybe oh the God, grease, man, maybe the trash. grease was lacking. No, maybe the trash. grease was lacking, so the no, piece was no, trash. No, the taste is lacking. You know what I'm saying? The taste is lacking. They could have been it. You know what I'm saying? The grease couldn't have just. Yeah. So I don't know. That shit made me throw up, dude. But I no, that shit weak though. I can't do it. You deserve Definitely. better, man. So, like, as you continue to weigh your options of moving back and not, keep that in mind. You know what I'm saying? Keep that in mind. Um, all right. So, <laughs> ladies, ladies, um, y'all not off the hook. I know y'all thought I forgot, but I didn't. Um, so, would y'all ever come home? Would y'all ever move back to Chicago? I think for me, it really does depend because I'm not against it, but I'm also not like, trying to like run to go back like there's a lot of pros about moving back like family of course being like number one but I feel like there's a bunch of other places I would rather live before I consider going back to Chicago okay okay and last but not least yeah I hmm. unless Mm -hmm. I had like a really dope like job offer or something that's the only way I see myself moving back. Like one, listen, uh, Texas ain't got no state tax. So, um, you know, amen, praise the Lord. So, you know, that, that hits so different when the checks come. So, and then the real estate here is great. So, and I will honestly say when I do go back to visit Chicago, since I've moved away, like it feels like more of a homecoming because it's just like, man, okay, now I can kind of like pack in all the nostalgia from Chicago while I'm here and like still, you know, get that experience but it's like i'm i'm good with just like visiting so unless i had a dope dope job offer like i think houston's gonna be it okay so so you are um h-town hottie for life now oh my god oh my god but but look though never forget though you know what i'm saying y'all still chicagoans you know Y'all still stamped, you know. Of course. Y'all, you know, still got it in y'all blood, you know. Um, just as the book of Twizzlation says, <laughs> um, ye who strays away from the six piece will always find home where the mouth sauce flows. I just made that shit up. It sounds prophetic, though. It sounds prophetic. It, it but you know what, bro? I, I kind of struggle though, because for some reason I just don't want my kids. Like I don't want nobody to ask my kids where they're from, though, and they'd be like, "I'm from St. Louis." <laughs> like that's kind of weird, G. Like that's really it. Just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, I don't, they, uh, you know, I, I like it's. 
They they from St. Louis, but I way in Chicago. No, uh, I'm kind of struggling with that, bro. Or let's like, like, right, what you do is you gotta come back home so they can be born here. You know what I'm saying? And then you go back down there, and then that's that. So at least they can say they was born in Chicago. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So at least the birth certificate will be right. At least bare right. minimum. Right. You know, but they yeah, definitely don't grow up with their country accent though. Oh my yeah, see, and that's another thing because they her they're over yeah, no the bro, that's not man. it. That's like, not it, bro. Yeah, that, that shit real. Like all that Nelly Chingy shit, that shit is really how they it talk. really talk like that. Yeah, I thought it was a simulation, bro, but it's it's real life. They say they are as hard as fuck, bro. Like hard very as hard, fuck. bro. Like they probably say Taylor. Is that how they say your name? Taylor down in Houston. Nah. No, they, they don't say that in Houston. They don't say that in Houston. Like they um <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck they sound like in Houston, but they sound like something. They have accents here in Houston, but it's like it's not it's not that bad. It's not like what you think it is. Like they, they say certain words with a little twang to it, but for the most yeah. part, it's not bad. At least the people I've met. And they be riding. They don't have like a hubcaps. They don't have like a. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they have a distinctive <clears throat> accent no more, unless they was really from maybe Houston like 15, 20 years ago. Back when that chopping screw and all that was super big, but now not, yeah. not so much. You know, stuff kind of changed too as time goes, different trends. And that shit puts me to sleep. Pick up and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they be like already to everything. They be like already, baby, or already, you know, stuff like that. Do they, do they have um, distinctive accents in Vegas and Seattle? Real quick. They talk like Cali out here, basically. There's a lot of people from California and Vegas, so they got the same kind of slang and lingo. Okay. You know, that West Coast slang. <laughs> Yeah, West Coast people talk so, so proper. <laughs> yeah, they got like that proper ghetto slang. <laughs> like they pronounce all their words right. They, they pronounce every, every letter. Every letter. Yeah, I'm not they doing that. They won't miss one. I'm not doing that. It's look, it's ginger ale. It's cough. You know, right? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got time to be enunciating all that shit. Fuck that. Not only are they gonna pronounce it, but they gonna hold on to it a little bit too at the end. I think uh, that's what it is. They gonna hold on to the last part of it too. Give it a nice little embrace. Like Carl. Like they they gonna finish it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they <gonna finish> it. <laughs> yeah, they gonna finish that. Yeah. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask for two things. Number one, leave a five-star review. And number two, pass it on to a friend who may enjoy it as well. And don't forget to subscribe to our other podcast, Mogul Motivation from True Stories Media. <laughs>